What's up, George? Hi, Carlos. Welcome back to the Milwaukee Media Podcast, everyone. Oh, oh damn it. That's all right. Oh, hey, there it is. We've gotten some uh, good feedback on the jealousy episode. If you haven't caught that, you should yes. go listen to that. Yes, we have. Yeah, I was uh, a little apprehensive about it. It's been like about a month now since we released that, or three weeks or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, and a couple people like you know have approached me about, hey, I just listened to the jealousy episode. That was very interesting. You know, it was really cool, and it was a lot of like it was very informative. I connected, like connected a lot with it. And I don't know, it's it's it's. Good to know when, you know, when your listeners are like, hey, you know, like I connected, you said this, there was a specific thing you said and it, it resonated with me and, and I just, you know, you just gotta, you gotta keep at it, George. Yes. It's good when they pick up what we put down. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I've been saying good. that a lot lately and yeah. every time I say it, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pick, pick it up. Putting it down. Um, yeah, guys. Thank you so much for the kind words. Um, people have reached out to me and said how... How much they 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 enjoyed it. Um, that's awesome. It's really why we do it. Um, so yeah, you yeah. know. I mean, it's shower uh, us with compliments. We receive it. Thank you. Yes, we <laughs> certainly do receive it. Absolutely. Hey! Feels good to feel good. It feels it feels good to feel good. Yeah, it does. Right? Yeah, I said that recently too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the one thing that people feel. Uh, a lot of people is when things are good, they wait for the famous other shoe to drop. You ever heard of this? Yeah, um, my boss is like that. Oh yeah, he's like, uh, he'll be like, "What's? Is there anything going on? What's going on?" I'm like, no, everything, everything's fine. No, don't say that. Yeah, yeah, please don't say that because something bad is gonna happen. <laughs> or like, you remember the old school like, how many days without an incident counter? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and people are like, we get like really, really high, and everyone starts to get nervous because that means that an incident is about to happen. Right. Um, so yeah, no. Yeah, I, people. That's a that's a big struggle for people. I struggled with it for many years. You know, like oh, uh, you know, things because things were like so bad at one point that your brain says, well, hey, inevitably if, something else. Yeah. Is if, going- if it's happened before, it will happen again. And the sad part is, is that that is true. But what's the point of anticipating it or waiting for it? Because like we talked about in many episodes in this past year, that takes you out of the present. Yeah. Um, I posted a, a video meme yesterday and it's um, it's from an animated series, which I don't know the name, but one of them is like a horse that talks and there's a girl okay. and the horse is like, um, life sucks and then you die. Right? Am I right? And the girl's like, yeah, sometimes, and sometimes life sucks and you keep leaving. <laughs> and it's like, that's, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Sometimes life sucks, but you, you keep living. You keep, you keep going. Yeah. Um, and, like, when we were, like, reading all this, remember, like, everybody on this show that's listening to us now can remember when we spent six weeks reading a book. <laughs> You know what? You're welcome yeah. because what that has done. I mean, I want to thank you for putting up with us reading a book. <laughs> Honestly, I really should thank everybody who put up with us reading a book and talking about a fucking book for you know six weeks. Um, 
<laughs> you know what right. You know right. Because, yeah. And we cut that. I mean, it would have been another three weeks uh, if we would have read it. Yeah. <laughs> read a book yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah we did yeah. for like six weeks yeah. um it was it has all that stuff that we read and we like came to understand and agree with mm-hmm. we also had an opportunity to like put into practice and i particularly like really like kept reminding myself like there's a reason we've there's a reason we believe this so we have yeah. to fucking practice what we preach yes um and i'm trying really hard not to be a fucking hypocrite it's hard it's hard it's really really hard but you have to like you have to like really fucking try yeah um and so it's like the goal and so when I find myself being like inconsistent or incongruous I'm like fuck I can't do that if I say this other thing right exactly um cause if you wanna be righteous <laughs> seriously though. you know what I mean like yeah. you have to, to you know a moniker of integrity um so like I just kept going back to that and it it got easier and it got easier and it worked and some days it was like a trip and I was like this is bullshit but inevitably I would always find myself coming back to that yeah. um, to that stuff that we read over the course of those six weeks and it was like I've come out the other side yeah you know and I'm like and now it's like when you're going through when you're going through like a transition a struggle um, something that's hard and you come out of it like, you know, the sun comes back outside and, or you feel like you overcome like a super difficult burden. There's an accomplishment that you feel like all of a sudden, like, like remember that first time you did like an RX workout? Yes. Like, I did the RX workout and you felt like you were dying, but you did it. Yeah. And then a year later you did the same workout and you did it faster and you weren't dying as much. Right. Yes. I love that feeling. You know what I mean? I love and then you're like, yeah, dude, like yeah. I just got better and I'm not, the last time I did this, I was dying and now I'm not dying. Right. Like I'm, I feel like my um, my mental health got a little fitter, maybe. Yes, I, but, I agree. A little sharper, a yes. little stronger. Um, those things that used to like knock me out and take me down hard. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're not like bouncing off of me, like this, but they don't like they definitely don't cut and they don't it doesn't sting as much. Right. Um, so that's like a a good thing. It is a good thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I think that. For, for me, it's been a lot of clearing out resentments. That's been a big thing for me this year. Clearing out resentments and... Uh, I mean, already it's only been a month. I guess. <laughs> Is that I mean, right? I mean... Oh, you're still in 2020. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean like... Damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. This past year. It's been, this year, we tell you about, <laughs> tell you about the six crazy. weeks. <laughs> January was a year long, so... It always yeah, is. Yeah. It always is. No, I, I, that, that's so resentment and yeah, I, I think that the, the, the whole staying present part, people really struggle with this concept because their egos get in the way and Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, that sounds so new agey. That sounds so like, oh, don't please don't talk to me about being present. Everybody's talking about being present. Okay. Well, um, it's it works i mean because but you have to the thing is is that it, it's got to be a choice yep and that is what frustrates people mm-hmm. is because you know if you have if you can choose to do something and you just don't choose it but you know it's available to you and you see people living overall better 
and you're just sitting there and you're deciding not to choose this path, mm-hmm. that is frustrating. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating because the ego says, no, I want to be right, mm-hmm. so I'm going to stay here and be right, but I'm going to be miserable. Miserable. I'm right. Yes. You know? Uh, because I don't want to fall for the new age, be present, stop telling me to be present thing. Because I want to tell that story. I, that's the narrative I want for me is I'm tired of these people telling me to be present. So, but it is the power of choice. I mean, the, and, and that is frustrating to a lot of people. And I could see that. I could see that. How do you be present? I choose to be present because... You know, I, I, there's a lot of things that I need to think about that are in the future right now. But I am not in the future. So I'm not going to make myself miserable over something that hasn't happened yet. But right now, I'm sitting with you. Mm-hmm. And we're enjoying this time. We're recording our podcast that we love our podcast so we much. We do love our podcast. Yes. And this is one of the things I enjoy doing the most in my life. Why would I think about anywhere else? Same. Yeah, why would I think about doing anything else? Why would I think about a worry that... You know, it's not going to do me any good. So I apply the same thing with this this whole like waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, like that goes against everything I believe in and everything that I talk to my patients about and my friends about. Because the choice there is you can anticipate for the other shoe to drop. And the anticipation is one of the worst causes for anxiety. Mm-hmm. Right. Or. I could just build like an arsenal of tools or a bunch of put a bunch of tools in my toolkit, whatever you want to use. Mm-hmm. So know so I can say when, you know, if and when or when something happens, something bad happens, I will be able to handle it in the moment. I'm confident that I'll be able to handle it in the moment. I have the tools to handle it and I can pivot, I can adapt, I can move forward. So I don't have to worry about when it's gonna happen because whenever it does happen, I'll be ready. And that's where I wanna stay. That's what helps me stay like present. I'm gonna enjoy everything right now because right now everything is great. And that's all you have. And that's all we have. Yeah. So, you know, but there is like, I, doing great is very new to me. Okay. The last two years of my life, is and this is all perception by the way because when i look back on my life it's all been great with some mishaps but i've been able to perceive it accurately and ascribe the proper meaning to it and acknowledge it as my life being great and i'm but so it's new to me this feeling is new to me so i don't know you know i have like a guilt I have guilt. You've mentioned that. I have, and it continues. You mentioned that last episode. Did I? Was it last? I think we're talking about talking about how you were talking about how like your twenty twenty went well. Oh yeah, yeah, how you're like I don't like I don't talk about it much because for a lot of people it didn't go that way. Yeah, and that's a conversation I've been having with a lot of people, which is like, hey, you know, my twenty twenty went well. Should I feel bad about that? Like I don't like talking about it. And yeah, like how do you how do you handle that? I'll tell you this much: it's really, the simple answer is that there's um, <laughs> I mean, I believe in the balance of nature, and so in when there's an extraordinary an extraordinary amount of bad going on somewhere, inevitably there must be an extraordinary amount of good happening somewhere else. Sure, um, it's just I balance of nature. Balance the balance of nature. Is, that's kind of how things are, and so that's how I 
I imagine it to be. Somewhere, something like somewhere, someone is dying, and somewhere, somewhere else, someone is being born. Yes, absolutely. You know, there's a miracle of life, and then there's a sadness of passing on, and they exist at the same moment. Yeah. Um, the same way someone can be like somewhere, someone is going through something very, very, very bad, and somewhere, someone else is going through something wonderful. Mm-hmm. Amidst you know, a world. Yeah. That is in constant chaos. Our chaos right now is this pandemic. Our, our previous chaoses have been, you know, wars, fires, whatever. Yeah. So, I don't... I, I've gotten really good at acceptance. Yes. Like, you accept for accept what it is. Um, and if you choose not to... With, I, Eckhart said something like that. He's like, if you get to the... When you find yourself in the present moment and you find yourself in a place that you don't want to be, you have a choice. You can choose to change the moment, like change your situation, like get out of it or accept it for exactly how it is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When you've tried all the other things and, it's, and it is what it is, you can either accept it for what it is, get out... Yeah. Um, or try to fix it, you know. And presumably, like, and presumably, sometimes you can't fix it. The, the fix is you gotta get out. Right. And the choice is yours. And the, cho- and the choice is yours. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's um. It, and yeah. Go ahead. No, no. It just it's it hurts me to watch people I care about be like be there. Yeah. Um. I use the word stuck because that's how I see it. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't, they, I don't, whatever. But I see them and I feel like they're stuck. I'm like, ah, oh, it doesn't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to think of it like that way. You don't have to go there. You don't have to get so upset about things. Yeah. I know it's upsetting, but. I've always been baffled by people who enjoy the suffering mechanism. You know, like people. I've been there. Yeah. Like, like, like it's, it's, it's just that whole thing, like regardless of what's happening uh-huh they can they can they, they, they can find the 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 suffering component uh-huh you know what's going on what's going no on? so um so um someone wanted to like someone's doing their first podcast oh. tonight oh hey and uh we just happen to be doing ours as well and um we'll um we'll 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 clue this back in at another time so it's okay we'll talk Wait, let me say hi let me say hi Alright. There's there's an interesting idea that he yeah. that this so we're gonna Alright, I'll yeah. Alright. So yeah, so in for our Miami listeners who know Spanish, gente sufrida. That they just they enjoy in the suffering. They kind of like it, it, it and I've never connected with that because even in my worst moments when things were not going my way I wanted to push to feel better again. Like, I didn't want to sulk. You never brooded as a teenager? No, you know, believe it or not, no, I didn't. I mean, no, wait, yeah, my, my, when I first got my heart broken, that was okay. like, that was awful. That was a legit, like, I'm going to sit here. I am going to sit with the pain forever. What did you do? I was just really, I mean, well, I mean, this person was a piece of work man like this person like really put me through it like people people who didn't even like me in high school were approaching me and they were like dude like we're worried about you like 
how can you not see what's happening? Like, you need to forget about her. Like, you really need to forget about her. Like, she's you know, you know, crazy. I don't know what she wants. No, 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 like, what did you when you say you sat with your pain? Like, what did you like? Moped, did you like moped everywhere? Okay. Everywhere. I stopped studying. I stopped. Well, not, I didn't study that much anymore. Anyway, <laughs> but I, you know, I would, I would, I went from like doing like just enough homework to nothing, like zero motivation. I was, de- it was depression. Like okay. I was, you know, like I didn't want to do anything. I didn't hang out with friends. I just. You know, I would listen to music and play guitar and okay. just like okay. moped and moped and everything. I didn't smile for months, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that, yeah, like that was, but that's like teenager. Like, I had like my, stuff. yeah, I had my like teenage angst with the feeling of like, I have these parents who don't understand mm. me yeah. and the perils of my life. Like I, it's just, I feel too much for this universe. 17. Um, <laughs> Like writing really bad like poetry in my like in my mead composition yes, notebook yes, that I would like really? graffiti and have my friends graffiti into and tag and I was like you know take this take this journal and like um, write something write five lines of like how bad you feel mm-hmm. and like I had like my friends so I would like read my friends bad poetry <laughs> and I would listen to like the cranberries mm-hmm. and Alanis Morissette and just like sink yeah I used to call them waves. Mm-hmm. And I would feel like these waves of like emotion crash over me and drag me under yeah. and I would just go under and then eventually I would come out. Yeah. And I remember like I even drew like with my magic markers like, <laughs> waves of like crashing on rocks. But that's and... very pertinent to adolescence. So, you know, like... Cause... It followed me. The, the, the metaphor of the wave has followed me. It has followed it me. It has followed me. So I, I, I was able to, I was able to under like to, to isolate it, to pinpoint it. That... At 16. Okay. And it followed me into well into my 30s. I see. The idea of like, oh, here comes another wave. Huh. Oh, here comes another wave. Yeah. I like, I got better at mitigating it, and especially like as an older person, because you start to drink, you start to, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you start to use substances. And like, you, the depression, end up, you know, it's masked by like a hangover. Um, but then like, whatever, like you're kind of like, you're not present. You're not there. So it's, mm-hmm. you're also kind of frivolous and fighting. I mean, it was for me. I wasn't married. I didn't have, like you were, mm-hmm. you started having a lot of serious stuff um, mm-hmm. younger. I was kind of like fancy free, but I would, there would be times when I'd be like by myself and I would like, I don't know, like watch like a, like a romantic comedy of something. And I'd just be like, I'm going to be alone forever. <laughs> no one's ever going to love me. <laughs> and then I would go to sleep and then wake up and then like someone would call me and I'd be like gone and yeah. having fun and whatever. Yeah. So Well I, yeah, and that's so yeah, that's 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 understandable. You know, but then like if somebody well like there's it's the whole Eeyore thing. Like there's people who are just like Eeyore that you know you could like you you'll have your wave. Yeah. And somebody will come with delicious Ghirardelli sea salt chocolate. Yes. Which George brought over and we ate. And actually, no, I, we devoured. Sea salt soiree. Yeah, and, yeah soiree. Yes. And like, that'll make you happy. Like, yeah. it, it will, you know, but there are people like, oh, hey, well, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, I kind of like it. I don't really like sea salt. I'm doing all 30. I'm not even sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and, so there's people who do constantly make a choice to, I'm not going to make a choice to get better. I mean, I... And that's that's a big like I have everybody has a therapy style I have a certain style of therapy but I, I do have that gentle confrontation style where if you're if you're in my office for a year there's a point where I'm gonna say okay listen like what are we doing like do you want to 
talk about your symptoms week to week or every two weeks and then you kind of reset you know and, and then, yeah, where's the know, progress yeah where's the, if, if you want to do that that's your prerogative but i can't be your therapist like i'm not i'm not here for that you, what you need to do is break up with your pathology you don't like where you're at you have to pick something new you know so we've already established that it's not something it's it's not something serious enough where you need medication psychiatrist there's no psychiatrist involved so now we start narrowing it down it's not something super severe there's no suicidal ideation no suicidal thoughts or anything like that so now it's a choice now you're choosing because if you've been anxious for 30 years of your life you identify with that sure who are you without anxiety oh yeah like i don't know i don't even know what that looks like can you visualize the version of yourself that's no longer sad can you visualize the version of yourself that no longer feels anxiety as frequently and, and with the intensity that you feel it at? Can you visualize that person? You know. Well, identifying you know? as fe- uh, that, that that whole identification of things um, is such a big part of people that people don't grasp onto, like such a big concept that people fail to grasp. That's what I meant to say. Like, you are not your fucking feelings. Yeah, exactly. There we go. You're not that. You're not. You're not that. Like You're so want it to be. More want that. to be that. Yeah, or are they like, I don't know. I Yeah, that. Yeah. So, in, in, in 2020, going back to that, there, there were people who were like, oh, like, subconsciously. So, the subconscious is going... This pandemic is perfect for you to just suffer all year. <laughs> you know, like you can just look at everything negatively and it's okay. You could walk around saying the world is ending and people are going to be like, you oh, know yeah. what? Perhaps. Are you, you know? saying that there's people that are making that decision consciously? Consciously? Ah, that's, that's on a case by case basis. I think those things like if you're, if this is a, you're the type of person that's always been that way then I don't know, it might be more conscious. Like it might be more like, hmm, you know, like, like, oh, like I, I enjoy el sufrimiento. And then you, something like this comes around and it's like, oh, like, yeah, this is all bad. This is all bad. Like, this is my jam. All bad. You know, like, this is great. Like, this is what, how I've lived my entire life. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> this is fantastic. So, nice. so, you, you, so it's funny because I observe and I meet, I see people out and they're like, oh, you know, you know, hey, how you doing? Well, how good could we be doing? I mean, you know, this pandemic and people are dying. I mean, you know, the whole thing. Yes, it's very sad. People are dying, you know, and it is a reality. And yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, but how's how's life going? Well, I mean, you know, as good as it can be. It's just, I mean, like, what are we going to do in the pandemic? We can't do anything. Like, you sound you know, like Mika Brzezinski yeah. from The Morning Joe right now. Yeah. That's what she's oh all. She's God. just like, this pandemic does not stop yeah, killing people like, every day. Yeah, it's like, okay, yes, I know. These are all, f- I'm not denying the facts. Correct. Because then it's like, what? Well, you don't think it's true? Well, I, well hold on. I haven't said anything. Correct. I'm just saying, hey, why don't we think, let's let's honor the people that have suffered from this and acknowledge it, but now let's take the conversation somewhere else so maybe we can feel better. Feel better? I don't like that option. That's not in my programming. Well, you're so insensitive. You know? How dare you be so insensitive? I would be so insensitive, yeah. So, and I'm like, well, no. Because the next thing they're going to accuse you of is dancing on people's graves. <laughs> right. Because it's literally right behind them. That's, yeah. Yeah. And it's, so, 
And I'm just like, okay, you're, you're just one of those people. Like, you want to choose to sulk in this, and yeah, the situation is bad. And we But no, Carlos, I see reality, and I live in reality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you are in a fairy tale. I am, yeah. I you're am. in a fairy tale, and I live in the real world. That's that, yep, yep, that's what it is. That's what it is. And then, and then, it's, and then it's all, like, contradictory from there on out, because it's like... Well, that's okay. when two people don't see the world in the same way. Right, yeah. And there's nothing you can do about that. Nothing. Nothing. They okay. will never see it your way because they choose not to. Right. Um, they don't. They don't see another path. Right. You're over there like there's another path, and they're like you're in La La Land. I'm yeah. like you can hear me. Yeah. I know you can hear me because you're replying to me. So right. just try it out. Try it out. Your way doesn't seem to be working very well right. for you because you're miserable. Right. And then, but then, like you get pleasantly surprised because you'll have the person. Who is not suffering for others. So the person I was just referring to as an example, the mm-hmm. type, nothing's really happened to them. They're still working. All their family members are yes, okay. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Like everything, yes. you know, and then you run into people who have lost loved ones, you know, who has a mother who passed away, mm-hmm. you know, job loss, mm-hmm. home loss, smile. It's all right. We're going to get through it. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's just a sign of the times. It's okay. You know, look, it, whatever. If there's a list out there, we were on the list. We're going to, we're going to work it out. We're going to work it there's out. Path, path. That's it. Yeah. I just find it fascinating because the first type of person, nothing's happened to them. Like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Like, no, no, everything's fine. I'm still working. Family's good. Everything's good. And it's like, man, like, you can pick a different path, though. But it's like what I said in my Instagram post the other day. is like that nobody can make you feel anything, right? We only do it to ourselves. Correct. No, no one ourselves. is responsible for your feelings. Yeah, no one is responsible for your feelings. You know, so a situation, a person, they, they, they technically, depending on how you look at it, yes, they technically can send a trigger to make you feel a certain way. Sure. But the person is not... The reason, correct? It's your interpretation of what's being delivered or said in the moment. Yep. And then the first question needs to be, why am I interpreting it that way? What is it about me? If yes. more people said, you know, what is it about me that makes me want to react this way? Oh my gosh! I man. know it would be fi- like heaven it, forbid. It would, it would be incredible. That would require an, a level of self analysis. A willingness, a excuse willingness. me, it would take, it would, that would require a willingness yeah. to look inside. Right. Yeah. And if you are identified with external, you know, external locus of control, you cannot look inside. You cannot. Because you are completely out. You're looking out. Absolutely. And that's all you're just like, it's almost like you're like, remember the bird box when the guy's like forcing the eyes open? Yeah. Like that's what that <laughs> That's what, yeah. Like you're forcing yourself to look at the world this only one way. That's right. And I don't understand why you wouldn't try it another fucking way. It's it's mind-boggling. I mean, I'm, I mean what is that? I mean, maybe you work with people, um, and I'm not asking you to like name names or whatever, but no, like of course, no. in like your general like in your general experience, um, what like keeps people from wanting to look inside and find another way? What are the barriers? The barriers? Top are, three. The top three barriers, I think, number one, um, their their pain, which is real, has not gotten bad enough to, like, 
make a decision to change, you know? Um, the other thing is they're secretly in love with their pathology, which is something I talk about all the time. You know, I, that does happen. It does happen. They're like, who am I without it? Who am I without it? Exactly. That does happen. Okay. Um, and, and, and the, the, the other thing is, you know, the, the stigma, you know, I'm, I'm here to talk about things. I'm not here because there's like, I'm not, there's nothing wrong with me. Like, I'm not crazy. You know, I just need to talk some things out, but there's nothing wrong with me. There's no acknowledgement that something's wrong. You know, they're just like, I just feel a certain way. But, and, and that's basically getting out of self is the biggest hurdle. That's the biggest hurdle. The biggest hurdle is, okay, but you know, let's, let's, let's talk about it in a different way, right? Let's, let's not, let's not go with how you usually would react. How about we look at it this way? Oh no, but like, why would I look at it that way? You know, why would I reframe my thoughts? You know, it's like, well, because the formula of cognitive behavioral therapy is if you react, choose to react in a different way to your thoughts, right? And you change the language toward your thoughts, it'll lead to change behavior. Yep. So that's like the bread and butter of, that's psych 101. That's like bread and butter of what's like, why do you go to therapy? At least under the cognitive behavioral therapy system, you know, you, you challenge your automatic thoughts, you change the language, reframe, leads to changed behavior. That's why you would want to do that. Oh my gosh. But that sounds like so much work. It's also like yeah. the person who's like, I trust my gut instinct. Oh my gosh. Yes. This is my gut. I love that person. This is my gut. I got to trust my gut. I got to go. Yeah. And every time, if, when I don't trust my gut. The shit happens. Right. See, I should have gone with my my what I thought, but I should have trusted my gut. Should yep. Should trusted my gut. Never should have done this other thing. And it's like, no. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah. not the case. So your gut always tells you the same thing. Don't do nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. You did this one thing that was like maybe like beyond the scope of like your understanding or a new thing, and you didn't like it. And your gut was like no, and then it didn't work out the way you wanted to. So now you're gonna decide never to do anything else, right? Exactly. Because that's what your gut says. That's your gut says. Stop. Don't do it. Just don't change. Okay. Okay. My gut says stay the same. My gut says stay the same. Yeah. Thanks, so, gut. It's it's hard to you know be happy and doing well around you know those who are you know really in this suffering state yeah. and there are people who are going through it and then there's people who just have the the fantasy of going through it because there's people who are really in love with that suffering and they, they like pain you know and you know maybe they just listen to like you know the smiths too much growing up or, or the cure you know what i mean like you know like <laughs> For those of you in your 30s, 40s, and 50s. Um, but, like, it, it's like that's their comfort zone. The darkness, the, you know. Um, so, there is that. But then there's people who are, like, really, really going through it that you want to be sensitive to. And you, and it's like, I don't like... That's what... I don't like talking about my life, which is what we talked about in previous episodes. But I have... I've talked to other people who we know and people we have in common who have also said, hey, like... I feel really bad saying this. So this is like, that's like mm-hmm. the, the, one, yeah, of, the, one yeah. of the slogans for 2020 was, I feel really bad saying this, but 2020 was really good for a lot of things. That's, and people are like, Hey, but Hey, I don't need Wait, let me look around real quick. Okay. All 
are, hey, I feel like whatever, I don't know, man, but seriously, like 2020s, I mean, the pandemic sucks and people died and that's a real thing, but it was kind of good for me. <gasps> imagine that. Imagine, imagine that. It's like flowers growing from, through the cracks of cement. Yeah. Yes. Like where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Pivot, adapt. Find, find another, find another thing. Yeah. This isn't working for me anymore. Life isn't fucking stopping. I don't want to be miserable. Well, how else can I do it? That's right. You challenge the brain, right? It's neuroplasticity again. I love that one. And that's the best. I'm reading this book called Z Health. Yeah, I love it. Z Health. Z. Is it French? Z. Z Health. Are we being culturally inappropriate? What was that accent? It's like a mix. <laughs> You're from like a weird part of Europe. I'm from Europea. <laughs> Europa. You know, I don't know why I triggered this thought, but have you have you followed this guy that talks about astrology but in sign language? No, I have a ton of astrology people that I'm following, but not that guy. Man, like it, interesting. I just start. I just it brought to my attention today by a patient of mine, and I was like, mm, that's pretty cool. Forward um, to me. I will. Okay. I will. Yet to be determined. I haven't done this page that my, much. My favorite, my favorite astrology Instagram is called Moon Men's. Okay. Um, and, uh, I find the things they do like a daily, then they do like, um, your, these are the things for the month of, for your sign. And then there's always like the, 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 the content is, is good. Right. Um, it refreshes a lot and it's like, it gives you some insight that you're just like, huh, mira vaya. Mira vaya. I love that stuff. I love it. Moon men's. Check it out. Moon men's. Moon men's. Put it in the show notes. Yeah. Oh, no. Moon omens. There it is. Moon omens. Moon omens. Moon omens. Moon omens. Moon omens. Moon omens. Yeah. So it's like they just posted like the quirks of an... Okay. You're an Aries. I'm an Aries. Yes. Ready? I'll just read this one. These are the Aries quirks. Okay. One. Overly tactile or loud when excited and full of positive energy. Yep. Two. Wants everyone to have fun. Always. Always. Three. Good reflexes paired with useful skills. Perfect. Four. Um, using their stubbornness as a defense mechanism. All the time. Five. Has explosive moments of passion, ambition, and motivation. <sighs> super explosive. Clumsy when super excited. <laughs> How good is that? It's amazing. So good, right? It's amazing. So true. It is true. It is 100% true. It's so true. It's fucking on point. Yeah. Yeah. So follow them. I mean, they have like a million and something followers. Yeah, they're 3.8 million followers. They're clearly doing the right. Yeah, they're doing all right. Moon omens. Yeah, fun. I love being Aries. We're the most fun. I think so. The most fun. We are. Yeah. You know, I think there's a lot of like good things about us Uh that, you know, I think that people appreciate. You know about us. Oh my god. I follow there's another one. There's one called Aries Sensitivity. <laughs> Aries Sensitivity. Aries Sensitivity. Is, is there such a thing? I mean I follow their I follow their their yeah, it's called Aries.sensitivity. And so they posted this meme today about Aries and Aries relationships, and I thought of you and I. And okay. it, and so frame it through the lens of our partnership. Okay. And then read the characteristics. Aries and Aries relations. Both like to dominate. Have strong conversations, yes. When they when they fight is passionate, okay. Intense relationship. 
They understand each other very well, and they make a fantastic team. Oh, I like it. Isn't that good? Yes. I mean, we don't fight that often, but you can see where we're, like, we, there's been definite moments um, when we're doing this show where is we can both see clearly yeah. that we are where we are and yeah. we're going to stay where we are. Exactly. And it's like, I, I see you there, you see me here, yeah. we're yeah. just going to stay there. We're just going to stay there. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Isn't that good? It is so good. Yeah. Um, I'm very yeah. I, I love I love being an Aries. I wouldn't be any anything else. What's the number one birthday sign? Aries. <laughs> April seventh. Yes. March thirty first. Okay. You know we were gonna have we were gonna celebrate together last year. Yeah, I know we were. We were. We were. We That's were gonna okay. do a lot of things last year. <laughs> <laughs> Added to the list. <laughs> Added to the list. Add another shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, yeah it's uh, we were doing yes. So, oh, my, my dog's making noise. Um, right, so I, I, what I have, I've come to the conclusion that, you know, I think we should always be modest, right? Like, we shouldn't be like, oh, my life is going so great, you know? But what happens sometimes is I feel, I have felt, and I know other there's other people who felt the same way, like, I have felt guilty or careful not guilty careful in being too positive around mm-hmm. people you know because and again that's all ego because essentially i'm worried about what people are going to think right mm-hmm. that's that's where it comes from like i want people to you know i want to be appropriate with people mm-hmm. like i want to be cordial with people i don't want to overstep boundaries with people like I, you don't know what someone is going through maybe someone does have a loved one in the hospital on a respirator we never know what's and going you're on. walking in and like oh, you know, and everyone's like, oh, fuck this fucking guy. You know, like, just, can you just kind of just tone it down for a second, bro? Like, you it's know. 6 huh? It's 6 a.m. It's 6 a.m., please. Like, shut the fuck up. You <laughs> got the CrossFit class in the morning. Oh, my God, man. Listen, if you're listening to this and you're in the 6 a.m. class, you can correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but I go in there and it's like, what's up? Woo! I'm like, let's go. Of course. Let's do that. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, what's going on with you, man? Come on, man. Wake up, bro. We got to get going. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, go. let's go. Let's go. Huh? And I'm still yeah, in my bed. Yeah, yeah. And people were just like, hey. No, me, sir. Hey, what's going on? This fucking guy. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah. Hey, what do you think of Carlos? He's fine, whatever. But at 6 a.m., he's really fucking annoying. <laughs> So there's this, there's this, uh, one of the people in, in the, in the 6am class is one of the be- best people I've met in a very long time, uh, younger and, and, and young enough to where he didn't understand a reference, but he played quarterback in high school and we started calling him Johnny Utah. Johnny Utah is the character that Keanu Reeves plays in the movie Point Break. Okay. So of course, you know, there's like older people like ourselves in this class and this person is young enough to where they have no idea what we're talking about so me and chip were like hey johnny utah and he's like huh and we're like oh fuck damn we're this yeah we just, just we just dated ourselves but that's okay because we kept we stuck to it yeah what's up utah how's it going yes what's up, utah? utah how'd you do on the wad he's like what the fuck these old guys talking about. Did he finally come up and be like, what the fuck are you guys talking no, about? No, no, yeah, yeah. 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 In a very ask. sweet way. Oh. He's very respectful, comes from a good family. You can tell he has his manners intact. Like, he's just, 
you know, and he's just like, hey, so like, what is that? You know, like, what's Johnny Utah? And I was like, all right, listen, tomorrow, I, wait, I had to ask the question. I, how did we get here? I'm sorry. Anyway, this is too funny. So I, I, I was like, wait, first I have to ask you a legitimate question. And it's scary that this is actual, an actual legitimate question. Do you have a DVD player? <gasps> and he goes, a what? I think my Xbox has one. And, I, and, and Chip goes, yes, it does. I go, okay. I get home. I'm already running late. All right. I'm running late. So this is 6 a.m. class. Get home. It's like 7.20. I need to be out the door by 8. Haven't showered yet. But no, I went to my DVD book. My books, you know those books? Yep. Case Logic. Case Logic book. Yeah. I had two full. Uh-huh. Two, so luckily it was in the first one I checked. And I was just flipping through. I put that bad boy in a Ziploc bag, put it in my gym bag for the next day. He, he watched it. He watched it. And yesterday, so today is Tuesday. Yes. And yesterday he's like, hey, bro, I watched the movie. And I was like, you did? What did you think? He goes, that movie was fucking awesome. And I want to be called Johnny Utah. <laughs> and I'm like, right? I'm like, dude, we're not making fun of you, man. Like, we love you, dude. Like, you're a good person, dude. So who's this person? Well, I, I don't know if he's comfortable with me talking about him in, like on the, okay. on the, on the podcast. Got it. You know, so. Shout yeah. out to Johnny Utah. I'm Shut just going to start screaming Johnny Utah in the gym and see who turns around. He will turn. <laughs> at this point, he will turn around. Johnny, hey, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then, of course, you know, we start throwing all the point break references that he doesn't get. Well, he didn't get. Now he gets it because he watched the movie. You know what? What? I've never watched that movie. <gasps> <laughs> It's the one kind of... I don't think it's... It's one of the kind of Reeves movies that I have not seen. And I know the whole premise about it, that he's like... An under, whatever. I'm not going to... You know, spoiler alert. But... <laughs> 30 years later, we I can spoil it. We can talk about it. He, like, goes and does this thing. Like, he, like, yeah. goes undercover, and he then becomes friends with him, and then da 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 beautiful movie. I, and then the guy that goes off and surfs the wave, and Bibbidi yeah. probably will the end. Yeah. Um, Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Yep. Patrick Swayze. Keanu Reeves. You can't go wrong with Perfect. it. But I, I mean, I guess I don't remember watch. I don't remember like a lot of the references in the movie enough to be able to call them out or even remember them. If you like, I didn't know Johnny Utah. Right. It was, it was, a, the thing is that movie. Yeah. You watch it. It's nothing spectacular. It was that it's one of those movies that the timing of the release of the movie was everything because it was like the beginning of grunge. It's a capsule and in time. It is. It really is. And then the or whole soundtrack, soundtrack, the whole soundtrack around it, <laughs> and the vibe, and it was really like it was more of that Culture going on. Now. Yeah, and Ken Reeves, of course, and like you know, at that point in time, yeah, like anybody can't, nobody can be Ken Yeah, exactly. Yeah, true. Uh, so anyway, so it was um, you know Anthony Kiedis is in the movie. Anthony Kiedis. Yeah, man. Come on, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. So anyway. I don't know how we got there. Because you were talking about how you're really annoying. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. I'm Mr. Woo! I'm the woo guy. guy. The woo guy. Let's go. Guy. Yeah, let's do this. You know? And, um, and it, but it's funny because when I'm not the woo guy, hey, what's wrong, dude? You're right. Yes. Everything okay? I find that a lot of times I can, this is, do you find sometimes, do you find yourself being like a source of like, like a vibe creator that you can clearly see the room is not in the right mood and be like, I don't want to do this. And all of a sudden you'll just turn it on. Yeah. And we, we, everyone, we all, we all, cause we always want to have fun. Yes. We always want to have so fun. So we look always. for it. Yeah. 
And sometimes the worst thing is when you realize that there's no one in the room that wants to have fun with you and we're by ourselves on that one. Yeah. That's when I feel bummed out. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Um, you know, I at the weightlifting meet that Michael was in, I was like, I kept having to keep my ego in check. I don't know, you know, because like, I've been at Seoul for so long and I was like, I was like, no, I was like, this is his meat. This is his, this is all about him. You know what I mean? Like I, I went, I was quiet and I was super chill. I cheered him on only when he went on, you know, I didn't go like look for him in the back or like, I was just like, this is, this is all him. This is all him. And I was like, it was so hard. Was so difficult to be that. I was like, you know, people are yeah. like, hey, Carlos, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you. How are you? Everything good? Excellent. Just here to watch my son. You know, like it was like, because I don't want to like take away from like, that's his moment. You know what I mean? So, God, man, that's so weird. I have a 14 year old. Anyway. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I couldn't imagine it. So how do you handle it? What do you do in those moments then when you're like the vibe creator, but nobody's like, eh, I'm like, like, we're, you're we're lame. Right I, right I insult everybody. I'm like, you're all lame. There you go. Lamos. Lamos. Song and yeah. no one else have a good time. Fine. Yeah. Put on my own. I'll like, put on my earphones and yeah. be in my own world. That's such a better approach, man. Mine is like, <laughs> you, hey, you guys are right? What the fuck's wrong with you? It's the same thing. Fine, whatever. Fuck it. It's the same yeah, thing. Fuck it. Whatever. You want to be like that? Like, Lame. Okay. Yeah. Blue. Whatever. Hey, anybody in the mood for being boring? You're in the right place. Yes, you're on it. You're on it. This is it. Yeah. Welcome. Great. Welcome. Now stay quiet because nobody else is saying anything. <laughs> no no one have fun. fun. No one have fun. <laughs> Don't fucking smile. Don't you dare fucking smile. <laughs> Fuck. This is why Aries are That's why you are my partner. My friend. You are my friend, man. Oh, oh my God, man. Oh. All right, this has been this has been fun. So Carlos, yes. Where can they find this fun podcast? Well, by you, these two fun guys. Hey, this was a fun podcast. Hey. We should we should just title it. You're that. a fun guy. You're a fun guy. Hey. Fun guy. Hey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of time, but I got the dad jokes. <laughs> Delivered fresh daily. There it is. Yes. Um, you can find this podcast at Milwaukee Media on Instagram. Our website is milwakamedia.com. And for those of you guys that are new to our podcast, Milwaka stands for men of a certain age, mm-hmm. which is pick your age at this point. People from all ages listen to us. And um, and I am at carlos.escanilla for my personal and professional Instagram. And my music Instagram is at carlos305music. George? I am at George I. Sanchez. And if you guys would please do me the favor and follow at the out foundation dot sofla. Yes. Um, that is the foundation that I am the president of. Um, please go there and follow and support uh, my initiative to bring health, fitness and wellness to LGBTQIA young adults in South Florida. Love it. Thanks, guys, for coming. Bye. Bye, guys. All right, let's go party. No.